This podcast is part of the Michigan Sports and Entertainment Podcast Network. Go to michigansportsandentertainment.com for more great podcasts. Mr. Big was a rock supergroup that rocked so soft. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Decomposition Podcast, where we hyperanalyze all of your favorite terrible songs. My name is Brad, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Katie. Katie, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm rocking real soft You are Sunday. rocking so I am rock soft today. After this. <laughs> this song is so rock soft. It's pretty badass. It's pretty good ass, I it's guess. Good it's, ass. it's good yeah. ass. It's good ass. Today, we have joining us for the first time in some time, I think, since our oh, wow. two-year anniversary. Yeah, first time since... Total Eclipse of the Since Heart. Total Eclipse of the Heart. Teresa, Ready to get straight up romantic again. We <laughs> wanted to squeeze one more episode out of you before that baby came. That's and right. so we needed to make sure. And of course, uh, yeah. Disagree. Oh, this Katie did just, not want you on one more episode. No, Katie before. does not want me back. <laughs> That's not what I meant. Um, this is not the last episode we're going to record with her before this baby arrives. We oh, are nice. going to stockpile some. Oh, is, that, is that the plan? Yeah, because she's going to then be like busy with a newborn. Yeah, that's but true. we still need to release Teresa episodes. <laughs> like, we have to give the people what they want. And I'll be honest, I am not at all interested in that newborn's no, opinions on no. these songs. Yeah, so that's <laughs> <laughs> um, Teresa, I want to ask you a question that you had us ask all of our previous guests. Okay. What was the first concert you ever uh, went to? You ready? Yes. Uh, my very first concert I went to... Um, I was invited by my friend who was a huge fan of this band when we were in high school. And for her birthday, her uh, mom or dad or both of them got her tickets to see Hanson in Boston. So I Whoa. went that up to... That was a to, straight up road trip. I went... Yes, we went to like her aunt lived in Boston. So we went and we stayed at her aunt's house and did like a Boston tour and then saw Hanson and they were amazing. I was going to say, like, do we think Hanson's gotten a bad rap because Absolutely. of their one hit song? They yeah. were yeah. fantastic. They were... This was... um Oh my gosh. I think it was a summer after my junior year. Right. This so must then have been that like would have been 99. 99, yeah. 99 so right? So actually on their downswing from their yes from their like height of their teeny bopper fame Mm -hmm. right coming back down but they were their first off the place was packed sure like everybody you know there was it was a ton of people there so like people were still buying tickets to their concerts and they were great um they opened with give me some lovin is that the song that i'm thinking of the cover yes yeah like, okay. they opened with a cover and it was phenomenal and i, I was like oh this is better than mbop yeah for so sure that's that's the thing like I, part of me feels like we should do an episode on some bands that have kind of gotten a bad rap because of their hit songs yeah. and i think Hanson is one of those. And I think a lot of people now realize like how talented a group Hanson actually is. Oh, yeah. Is. They still do Still around. Their harmony. I mean, the problem with Mbop, not to sidetrack a whole lot, but is that they were kids when they wrote and recorded it. But there's no denying like their musical ability, their vocal ability specifically. And actually, now that the phrase, it's a bop, is such a prominent like slang term amongst teenagers maybe like mbop should make a comeback comeback? yeah it was i mean it was a upbeat peppy pop song by children yes Yes. and it soured to the top and that'll sour you on a group real quick but that what's 
what's crazy is that like the Jackson Five, yeah. another like brothers, sure. children, yeah, yeah, yeah. group of children singing songs, whatever. Extremely talented. Harmony's amazing. Right. Uh, several of them played instruments. They, because they were recording songs written by adults, yeah. like they obviously are going to have better material, but Hanson still amazing. Um, yeah. Harmonies, great uh, and brewers. instrumentals. They own the M-Hops Brewery. <laughs> they do have their own beer. What the rest of your uh, point but, was. But what I was saying was that like the, um, that the Jackson Five are held up to this level. And I'm not saying that Hanson is the same level as Jackson Five, but like Hanson was performing a lot of their own music. Oh, yeah. That they had written themselves and and even though some of it is silly, like Mbop, it's it's still very good. Yeah, I mean, it's, it was just written by children. That's why about, it seems silly, yeah. like you're saying. You know, the Jackson Five song that comes to ABC. mind, ABC, like the ABC Easy as One, Two, Three. It's that's it's, super childish. Yes, and that wasn't even written by children. And I mean, and to no. be honest, it was also it was also a different time. Yeah, yeah. you know, and once you get into the '90s. Things got a little bit like in the early '90s. Things were obviously more grungy mm-hmm. and darker, and then they kind of took this pop rock upswing towards the mid late '90s. And then I think Hanson came along towards the end of the '90s, and it was so sugary sweet, it was so bubblegummy that I think it hey, just Hanson. didn't like kids loved it. When did Umbop? Mbop, however you say it, come out though. It would have been 98, 99, because I no. remember using an, a Hanson related. I'm going to say so, 97. Can I, can I tell a, a fun about, story? Because I'm thinking about like my own age. Can I tell a fun story about this? Sure. Well, so, we look up um, the- my here. junior year in high school, which would have been 98, mm-hmm. um, I ran for class president and my entire marketing strategy was to create stupid posters that were random for random sake, and one of which was a Hanson poster mm-hmm. that said something along the lines of like, Brad doesn't think they suck. <laughs> <laughs> I was win? elected student <laughs> class president. <laughs> I'd like to think uh, partially because of Hanson. Um, okay, you, so it was released in 97. Did you repeat your reign? No, in your senior no. Year? Senior no. year, I did not have nearly as clever material. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, I remember hearing them maybe maybe ten years ago, not too too long ago, on the Howard Stern show where they did an acoustic version of "Never Been to Spain" by Three Dog Night and "Long Train Running" by the Doobie Brothers, and they were not so but so great. They, they were, are like, great, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Those guys, and he was also part of that. A uh, super group, how appropriate that we're discussing a super group today. Um, he was part of the super group Tinted Windows. That kind of yeah, sucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but Taylor Hansen was the lead vocalist okay. for that, along and with the, James E. Somebody from Cheap Trick? Bunny Carlos from Cheap Trick and, uh, Adam Schlesinger from Fountains of Wayne. It's very yeah. interesting. So, guys, I have to say a couple of important things. Please. First, I, I want to come back to the concert for a second and just ask you a question. But also, I did not know we were talking about a super group today. I had okay. no idea I, either. You're blowing my mind right now. Well, no clue. <laughs> super is a relative term, <laughs> okay. I suppose. But yeah, okay. All right. Break that down for us in a sure. second. In a second. But Teresa, did going to the Hanson concert and having an amazing time turn you into a Hanson fan? Or did you just kind of let it go after Well, that? see, my friend was so into Hanson that I had heard Hanson okay. for a long time before that. And it wasn't that I was ever really – I was never a huge fan of them. I just kind of went along because Lee liked them and mm-hmm. I liked Lee. She was my friend. So, like, I was like, all right, we'll listen to this too. Um, I mean, she's also the same person that turned me on to Weezer. So, okay. like, ah. this is this and, – and it was our trip to Boston 
Pinkerton where we listen to the She had already struck, like struck gold times. once and yeah. so like there's no possible way she could miss yeah. a second time. Yeah. Lee knows music. She's very good, uh, very up on all the, the good music. So like I was just, all right, let's listen to it. Never got that big into it. My older brother, Matt, is much more into Hanson, I think, than I am. Because really? he has the tastes of a 12-year-old girl, and he would say the same thing. Yeah. I was going to say, he <laughs> is a 40-something-year-old man. Does not seem like the target age group. No. He, he was loves, already, like, well like, into his 20s. He yeah. loves, loves K-pop. Love- <laughs> <laughs> big into Hanson. His, uh, one of his favorite movies is A Walk to Remember. Okay. Stop this. Yes. Right now. <laughs> So, yeah, shout out to Matt Ackerman and his, his interesting <laughs> tastes. <laughs> you just idiot laughed that. You know that, right? You just, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm so... <laughs> he might actually listen to this. So. <laughs> hey, Matt. Hey, Matt, Matt, listen, nobody's judging your tastes. I love a lot of terrible music, so it's, it's fine. But Hanson's not terrible. They are, they are not, very no, talented. They are really not terrible. Yeah. Not at all. So I knew a lot of people that were very intense, and I was never as deep into it as as they all were, but I can appreciate it. Had a good concert experience. And I'll tell you what, once they get distribution to their beer in the uh, greater New York City metro area, I would love to try some mm hops. Yes. So. Yeah, let's do it. That sounds good. Yeah. If anybody out there has tried mm hops, please write me an extensive review. Our social media is at decomposition <laughs> on Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, and Instagram, decomposition podcast. So, um, <laughs> shall I introduce our song for today by yes. a super group? Katie? Yeah, and please explain the supergroup backstory. Yeah, maybe you we need it. to define what a supergroup <laughs> is. So, okay. So the song we are going to be discussing today is the 1991 hit single by Mr. Big. It is, of course, the song To Be With You. Off of their album Lean Into It, which was their second album, this song went to number one on Billboard's Hot 100, number 11 on Adult Contemporary, number 19 on Mainstream Rock, and it went to number one in 12 different countries. Now, Supergroup. Who do you think of when you think supergroup? Like I'm thinking like Velvet Revolver. Uh yeah. Audio Slave. The, no. Oh gosh. Uh, Tinted Windows. Not who I just that, the other one though. The other one that came Asia. out. Asia. Blind no. Faith. Blind Faith is that the one that Eric had Clapton Steve, and, and Steve Winwood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, is it? No, Wings isn't a supergroup. Paul McCartney. It just has, Paul yeah, has like sort of a studio well, musician. Ringo and his All Star Band. Is yeah, that a he, he brings people. I mean, but the, his All Star Band changes all the time. With Tom Petty in it. Oh, the Traveling Wilburys. Traveling yes, Wilburys. That that might be the most successful supergroup I can think of because when I think supergroup, like my idea is, you take already popular musicians yes. and you put them into a band together. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. They were all in bands before then. And uh, That's true. Stephen so you had, Stills you and... You had uh, um, Buffalo Springfield, Buffalo the Springfield. Hollies, yeah. the Birds. Okay, yeah. Um, There's a more recent one that I'm really trying to think of that came out right around the same time as Tinted Windows. Okay. That I, I can't I can't get uh, there. What's the one with Jack... Not Jack Black. Oh, Jack the, White. Yeah, Raconteurs? Yeah, Raconteurs, yeah. Or mm. Slash? But that wasn't, wasn't a super group. That was a was side in- project. There was Slash's Snake Pit. He was in Velvet Revolver with... Uh, okay. uh, uh, with Scott. Yes. Speedman is not a... Not Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Speedman of Felicity (laughs) Fames, of course. I almost said Scott Stapp, but that's a guy from Creed. No, oh my God, Scott Weiland. Scott was Chris Cornell in a supergroup. He was an audio slave with the guys from Rage Against the Machine. But so this was like, uh, so Mr. Big is a supergroup. Who are these people? So it's when I say supergroup, it's really in like the the loosest possible sense. A bunch of people we didn't recognize, and I've got to credit (laughs) Teresa with Blonde Fred Armisen. (laughs) Watch the video, guys. So Blonde Fred Armisen is probably the most famous of that group. (laughs) 
His name is Billy Sheehan, and he is one of um, the greatest bass players to have ever lived. He is often credited as one of the best rock bass players. He's played with David Lee Roth, with Steve Vai. He's now in a group called the Winery Dogs with um, oh a guy from Dream Theater whose name is escaping me, as well as Richie Kotzen, who played shredding guitar in poison and he also um, had time to do portlandia and like have, and also, a, yeah. have a relatively SNL. small and role his, on uh, <laughs> last man on earth that's he's pretty incredible stand up for drummers and, and he he's a, doing that side project with bill Hader. i mean how, where does he find the time i don't know man but um <laughs> so the other the other people in this group uh the lead singer's name was eric martin and he wasn't particularly famous although he was the lead singer of the eric martin group uh great voice on the guy but oh, yeah, they incredible. weren't like charlie toppers um pat torpy who played with belinda carlisle robert plant ted nugent and then uh paul gilbert who is the guitar player um he's consistently ranked as one of the best shred guitarists of all times he was doing like shredding guitar before like hair metal was a thing phenomenal guitar player but none of these guys are like they're not slash you know they're not like household names um, if you're a real like music nerd, you'd know these guys. Like I remember being young and seeing Billy Sheehan like instructional bass videos available at like the the music stores mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, and this this guitar player is not so crazy. Like he is absolutely insane. But technically speaking, yes, they were a super group. But they're not that super. <laughs> they're just like a group. But you, and just, also in this song, you don't hear any of the shredding that this man is known for. Yeah, that guitar playing, well, the solo is all That's, finger plucked, almost that, like classical style. It sounds like classical guitar. That's yeah. what I was yeah. going to say. Yeah. Is and that a, acoustic shredding? It, it kind of is because there's okay. a lot of flair to it. Okay. Like when he just like pulls that. Yes, I was goes, wondering bong, why that's happening. And then he hits the harmonics at the end like, Twee! and that's harmonic noise. <laughs> yeah, you have bong and twee guitar <laughs> solo. Because if you ever need to describe shredding guitar on the acoustic guitar to people, it's just bong and twee. That's bong all I got to Bong and twee. So, um, and flair. And of course flair. Absolutely. Teresa so why'd you pick this song? I mean, like, well, you didn't. We picked it, but you brought it up. All you, right. Yeah, you floated so, this idea by us. So I was um, driving home one day, and I was uh, listening to a Spotify playlist, like '90s, whatever. Right. And we've ruined you for all music, basically. Pretty now you much. just listen to music and go, "Could we do this again?" Yeah, I do that all the time now. <laughs> I yeah. listen to songs, and I'm like, "These words are these words crazy?" I'm, that makes three of us. Are they days, something so that we could do, or maybe not? Um, but yeah, so I one, one thing I learned is that there are awful lyrics in the 90s uh, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. so many of, I think I came up with like three or four suggestions yeah. that day yeah, yeah, yeah. was just sending you guys texts what about this what about that um, and this was just one of the ones that I came up with and there's really there's one line and when we get to it I'll, I'll, I'll talk about it, but there's one line that I was like this is weird huh. um, <laughs> and that's I've always loved this song now I think this song is fan- I still love it even uh-huh. though some of the words are kind of weird so that is that is interesting because you are you are not a fan of like the late eighties hair metal movement, no. But this is an acoustic sing along, yeah, and which you do love. I love so a sing along. Do you are feel you like me? conflicted, or are you just like you just like make peace with that? This is this is uh, hair metal guys, but not singing a hair right. metal song. Yeah, the rest of the album definitely was. Yeah, I um, have no idea what else is. But in like, this what album. about songs like "Every Rose Has Its Thorn"? Sure, or like, I think I've just I don't. I mean, there's I, a I bunch mean, I could name that you're probably not uh, as familiar with, but like "Heaven by Warrant" or no. no. How does heaven go? Heaven is it too far away? Okay, I like that yeah, song. Mike knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> By the way, my husband Mike is just sitting quietly of on the, he on the is. couch. He's always hanging out. People, 
that. People know yeah, that that's what's happening. They just expect that, like, Mike is hanging out with us. <laughs> yes. So. Just chilling over there. Um, but, <laughs> like, all of these big hair metal bands always had some type of acoustic ballad. Like, even Patience by Guns N' Roses. Oh, that's a great you song. Um, well, that's what I wanted to say. I think... This is definitively a hair metal song, right. but it's an acoustic hair metal song. And so that's like a whole subgenre of sure. the power ballad. Hair metal, where yeah. they do like the acoustic yeah. power ballad. They like get real emotional, get like real sensitive, black and white, leather vest. Yeah. The hair is flowing. <laughs> oh man, the, uh, Eric you know. Martin, lead singer, is he's AC Slatering that, oh, that chair oh, I have in the so video. I so many things to say about that later. Can't wait. But, <laughs> but like even Mike was singing along oh yeah we were all singing it was a sing-along song we were downstairs in front of the tv watching the video all of us singing along but for me this is hair metal at its best okay yeah i'm not really into the electric shredding right spandex pants misogynistic Mm -hmm. hair metal okay i don't know there are a few songs that win me there's songs that you can get behind absolutely i can like sing along because it's fun but the actual like acoustic hair metal songs, cheesy as they may be, sure. I like them. Yeah, like, like, I genuinely like, like Bon them. Jovi, uh, kind of like more somber, mellow stuff. Like mm-hmm. you want to talk about like Bed of Roses, yeah, or like I mean, I'm not gonna say like well, Living in Sin is a great example, but that wasn't nearly as popular as his bigger ones. But like Bed of Roses is a hard pill to swallow. What about Always? <sighs> That's a good song. That's a good song. I apparently don't know names of songs. Uh, I'm like trying to. You think know of- Bed of Roses, Brad. I wanna lay you down. In- this is awesome, Mike. <laughs> I, how have I, I had wish- no idea that you were like into these '80s hair metal power ballads? <laughs> because like I'm a thousand percent. I never like the freestyle stuff that you're into, but like the power ballads, like I am right on board with that. Music. <laughs> <laughs> that is a versatile man. Mike right is fist in the air. Night, I sleep on a bed of nails. You know that song. I do. I it's very I would uh, be, be just as close as the Holy Ghost is. That's a song we should do. <laughs> I, see, like, I think that definitely needs to be done, right? That song. <laughs> that is a bad song. That's like, crazy. I don't think Sitting I... here wasting away. <laughs> You're writing it down in your notes right please, now. Please, please, you have to do that. Oh, that's song. a great, terrible song. And that's what I was about to say. Like, Bed of Roses for me, that's a hard pill to swallow. I mean, I like the sound of the song, and I love the singing on it, but I want to lay you down on a bed of roses, but tonight I'll sleep on a bed of nails. I have to throw up. I the have next line is better. I want to be just as close <laughs> as the Holy Ghost. All right. Press pause on that conversation because we're going to do that. Mike the three is of us. feeling this. He <laughs> <laughs> wants to lay you down on a bed of nails. No, no. Mike oh, just said, nails. that's what I want to do to you. She needs that extra comfortable surface <laughs> now that she's got like super pregnant belly here. <laughs> so. Wow. Mike Valente. The bed of Roses speaks to his heart, I, is what we just learned. Bed of Roses this, speaks this, to his heart. I feel like heart. 10 years later, I've learned something new about Mike that I never knew before. And I'm like, yes, absolutely. But these, these, these this music is absolutely, I think, like... What about, like, When the Children Cry by White Lion? I don't know what okay, that is. Well, anyway, back I've to never what you were saying. Heard of White Lion, either. <laughs> the Lion's Pride. That's an album, isn't it? A it's song? Just, it's just Pride. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. The, this... <laughs> 
But this is definitely right up my alley. Sure. Is the sensitive, cheesy, acoustic, sing-along. Like, these are just all things that tick off oh, yeah. every box that I have of stuff I love. So, yeah, of course yeah. I'm going to be into this. Also, this song reminds me, I think, of my sister singing it, who was uh, – my sister's eight years older than me, so this was right in her time period of music here. Yeah. The other what, song yeah, is – She would have been like – Fully a teenager when yeah. this song oh, came yeah. out. She graduated high school in ninety two. This came out in ninety one. So yeah. yeah, this oh, yeah. is this is big for her. This and is right at like the the peak of her musical yes. interest. Yeah, this song and then extreme more, more than, than words. words. Like I always oh. these two good song. I'm calling it right now. This song is superior to more than words. Ooh, I gotta yeah. listen to more than words right I now. But I, you know what it is? I don't feel as hmm, there's a certain feeling of community. I feel in a sing along song. I don't feel like more than words is that much of a sing-along song. I feel okay. like this one has, like, just the gang vocals in the chorus. All right. The yeah. hand claps. Like, there's something about it. That is a good thing. In fact, Billy Sheehan, uh, blonde Fred Armisen, uh-huh, uh-huh. he described this as, like, a campfire song. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I agree with that. Mission accomplished. Yes. A thousand percent. Uh, but there are lyrics to this song. Yeah, I just, you know, I thought there were some, like, now that we're 22 minutes into this, so we should discuss a lyric. <laughs> That's all right. Well, no, 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 no I know I'm... this is a pet peeve of ours, like, when we listen to other things, if they're very tangential, but everything we talked about today was related to No, no, to no. I agree. I'm just trying to get music. through this episode before the Rifkins get over here. Uh, that's true. We got, so. we got 45 minutes. So. Uh, Teresa, would you go ahead and read the chorus to this Do you want me to uh, start from I'm the one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm the one who wants to be with you. Deep inside, I hope you'll feel it too. Waited on a line of greens and blues just to be the next to be with you. Okay. So, I had no idea that that was that line. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, so I've sung this song many, 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 many times as part of like the, mm-hmm. the cover music scene. Yeah. yeah. I have, I never knew what that, I always just kind of waited on a line. I, waited waited on the, on the, I like, think because of the, <clears throat> Descant, the other guy singing in the background yeah. that, yeah. that like, I just never listened to the second part of sure. that. And, and that's the line that always kind of like that stood out to me was waited on a line. And I thought it was like, I waited on a line to be the next to be with you. Yeah. And I, and that's the whole thing that sounded weird about this song that there is a line to be with this girl. But <laughs> I, I, so like, well, that's part of the inspiration for this. Okay. So, uh, the lead singer, Eric Martin, wrote this song about, uh, a, a confidant, like an old friend of his when he was in high school, who he was like super in love with at the time, but she was not interested in being like romantically involved. They were super close, but evidently this girl who he describes as like an older goth girl that he was super into, huh. um, she always had a boyfriend and it always ended poorly. And so waiting on a line, I can understand. With the verses, I always thought the chorus made perfect sense, actually, because he's talking about like her crappy relationships and I'm waiting around to be with you, you know, and I'm the next sure. to be with you. Yeah. So wait, I waited on the line to be with you made sense to me, but I don't know. The greens and blues? About the greens and blues. Yeah. I, there's an annotation here on Genius.com that says it's about like mood rings, but I think that's, that's just somebody, somebody trying to... Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, so he wrote it with one of his best friends with whom he was in love. And by the time the song was finalized, probably about like 10, 15 years later, he knew that like they, they were never going to be together. He but wrote he, the song with her? 
Not with her, no. Oh, about with her. her in mind, yeah. for okay. her. So he brought it, he found it on like an old cassette that he found like buried away somewhere and brought it to the super group, Mr. Big, and played it for them. And they were like, this has to be on our album, which yeah. is mostly like, you know, an 80s hair metal rock album. But they were like, this is this is a great song. We're going to put it at the end of the album to close everything out with this campfire song, as I said before. Um, so they finished the song and he says, Eric Martin says, I wrote it mainly to impress my sister's girlfriends. <laughs> that was just him trying to get some from his older sister's friends at that yeah. point. So well, hey, whatever the line greens and blues means, I feel like it doesn't actually mean something. Yeah. it's. I think it's great. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. No, I, if I, I don't know. I was thinking about being on a line to, to be with someone. That is the one line in this chorus that like, it doesn't matter what it is. It's, it's okay. Because yeah. he is, like you were saying, he's like vamping over the top. Yeah. You know, and you everybody's going to hear si- the yeah. greens yeah. and blues part. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's going to sing along with this chorus regardless. As you should. You'll hear a lot of mumbling in the crowd on that line. Yeah. So does that make it a bad line? That's that's the real question I think we need to ask. Is that a bad line as a result? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Because you have no idea what it's it supposed to be sense. saying? Yeah. Because you like, even if it makes sense to the writer, it should make some sense to the audience as well. And it it might not make the same sense to the audience that it makes to the writer. Like, yeah. The writer might have one intention and then the audience could have a variety of different reactions to it. Right. But if you can't make any meaning out of it, except for some kind of bizarro mood ring argument, I would say that it's not a good line. And maybe it, is, maybe it is a good line, but I couldn't find anything where they discuss what that means. Okay. So I'm thinking, and this might mean nothing, but I'm trying to think of greens and blues and what As like could be like green mm-hmm. and blue. And I'm thinking about like traffic lights. With you know how blue. S- sometimes there are, sometimes blue is where the green is. I know you don't believe me. I'm going to, I'm going to give that a quick yes, goog. Yeah. They, no? My, no. I'm looking at Mike and Mike is saying no, but I green swear, means go. Green does mean go. I don't know. I'm just Japan trying. has blue traffic um, I lights. I definitely was when I was in Japan. Blue yeah. is near a firehouse. No. Yes. No. I think like uh, ambulance or police. If you have, wanted like, it to be traffic like lights, it had to be like weighted exactly. on a line of red and blue. Yeah. yeah. No, it doesn't make yeah. any sense. Um, uh, no, you wouldn't do red, red and, and greens. Blues. But like, here's the you thing. You know what like, I meant. Yeah. Red and greens. Right. The rhyme scheme in this chorus is not particularly clever. There's nothing about this song that I you think too, is like You too, blue, you. It's ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, you yeah. and you. Yeah. You, you is in there twice. Two and blue. Like, it's simple. It's childish. She wrote this as a teenager. All right. You know? So why, let's just let it go. Let's just let it go and say like, oh boy, they should have rewritten that. But they did Wait on a line of something and something that rhymes and with. Now that's ooh. something that 28 years later, we're all just singing now. Yes. <laughs> We've just accepted But this. nobody sings those words. Nobody sings Because no one even knows words. it there, so it doesn't even matter. Yeah. In fact, <laughs> cut that half of the line. You don't need it. Yeah. Also, until very recently, I thought it was waited all my life, not waited yeah. on the line. Uh, I thought it was waiting on a light. Waiting uh, on a light? Of doody do. Of doody do. Of doody do. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't really have a follow up to that second half. <laughs> and that was the part I had to sing whenever we covered this. So <laughs> It was just vowel sounds. Oh, now we know a secret thing, which is that anytime Brad ever covered the song, he was just making vowel yeah, sounds. Guys, you have no idea how many songs I do that with. <laughs> like that. Give me an example of I can't one. think of them offhand. Uh, say it ain't so. Oh, yeah. Uh, In the uh, bridge. This this wave is a water slide away from me to take a bullet every day. That takes me further every day. Okay, well, that's not what I've been singing for <laughs> 25 years, so. 
Yeah. It's not taste of butter. Taste not taste of butter. <laughs> this is a water slide away from me that tastes like butter every day. Taste of butter every day. Taste of, that tastes of butter every day. So here's day. a trick for any aspiring cover band musicians out there. Just emulate the noises. Doesn't matter just, what the words just make are. Noises. Just make the noises. Wouldn't it be Nobody's funny ever gonna call you out on it. That's if what actors I could do that. Just make noises. Just <laughs> Emulate the noises. Any aspiring <laughs> actors out there who don't want to memorize their lines, just bring, emulate the noises. Bring a guitar with you and emulate the noises. <laughs> Nobody will ever call you out on it. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Well, never know till you try, I suppose. So we love singing along with the chorus. Yeah. But there's a line in the chorus that like doesn't make yeah, any sense. Just okay. Garbaggio, yeah. Katie, can you go ahead and read verse one for us? Should I read the pre chorus one also? Yeah, just, okay. just knock those both out. Hold on, little girl. Show me what he's done to you. Stand up, little girl. A broken heart can't be that bad. When it's through, it's through. Fate will twist the both of you. So come on, baby. Come on over. Let me be the one to show you. So the entire approach I want to take to this song is that he's hitting on a little girl. Please, no. I that don't know. That is what creeps me out about this song, even though I know he wrote it as a teenager. I, but still as a teenager, would you say little, little girl? girl? Yeah. So that's the one part of the song that I don't like okay. is the usage of the phrase little girl. Multiple times. Yeah. yeah. Like a all the lot. time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hold on, little girl. Show me what he's done to you. I mean. That, like, seriously? It's upsetting. It is upsetting. People love this song. I love this song. <laughs> I do, too. And I will sing that line. But when I'm reading it like, out loud. That is dialogue from an SVU episode. Yeah. Oh, boy. I mean, when we talked about um, Total Eclipse of the Heart, we had a lot of issues with boy and girl. Or yeah. With the boy yeah. references. Well, I just, I don't like someone calling an adult, an adult, a little girl. Yeah. You know how much I love Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. With the song, I'm on fire. Hey, little girl, is your dad at home? I mean, like, that's And then it just gets like creepier from there. Yeah. Yeah. It, You're on fire, Bruce. Yeah. Take it down a notch. Yeah. yeah. Take it down several notches. What's, Too much. What's creepier? Th- these two examples or Ringo Starr's, you're 16, you're beautiful, and you're mine? Uh, oh. How about you're just 17, you know, what, know I mean. what I mean? Oh, boy. Or, or dirty or old man songs. We could do a whole episode. Oh, my God. That dirry is a old man song. Stray Cats, she's sexy and 17. <laughs> oh, oh. Mm, Baby. Dirty, oh, dirty old Nobody man steal songs. that idea, please. I might edit that out of the episode just to okay. keep save the IP. it for yourself. Yeah. This for me isn't as bad as some of the other ones we just mentioned because it still doesn't read as like a dirty old man song. It doesn't. It's just pa- patronizing. Yeah. Patronizing, patronizing. How do you say that word? Patronizing. Patronizing. I think both are acceptable. Yeah. Depends on your accent. Yeah. We say patronizing. I that's, say patronizing. That's yeah. what I would say. Cool. So. Well, but I don't call someone a patron of the arts. So there's that. True. True. <laughs> so hold on, little girl. Show me what he's done to you. Stand up, little girl. And also, like, could it be tell me? Yes. Yes. Could it please be tell me? Tell me what he's done to you, not show me. Show yes. me makes it dirty. Feel physical in a way that I'm uh-huh. not comfortable yeah. with. Yeah. Like he's holding up a doll and saying, Oh, like, no, no. Please don't take 
take it there. But Please don't take it there. That's I too will far. say that I'm conflicted here because on one hand, I hate the little girl, but I do like the fact that he did not rhyme girl and world. Thank you for that. So thank you for that, Mr. Big. I really appreciate Whatever that, your name Eric is. Martin. He remi- he rhymed girl with girl. He rhymed girl with girl, which is better than girl and world. So <laughs> So we have that going for us, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. But you're right about the patronizing part because you also, a broken heart can't be that bad. It's like, hey, you don't know what she's feeling. Oh, let her be sad. Make me not like this song no, now. No, it's okay to like it, but also be upset about some of the things that it oh, says. The tables have turned. Right. <laughs> yeah. I've always liked things. No, no, no. I'm saying you're being the, like, the rash, the voice of reason. We can like it and still critique it. I appreciate that. For no, uh, I appreciate it. Pregnancy I appreciate. has changed me. Yeah. Way to go, baby Valente. Um, no, I meant that in a positive way. Like, thank yeah. you for bringing me back to work here. Work. Thank you for bringing me back to earth here. I can still really like this song. Yeah. And yeah. look at the chorus, not the chorus. Yeah. The, and look the verse. at the verse and be like, this is kind of patronizing. Yeah. Can I point out, like, once we get into the pre-chorus part there, it does seem like he's just trying to get, like, a pity bang out of this girl who's just gone through a breakup. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of what the song is about, to be yeah. honest. She just broke up with somebody. He's not even giving her a chance to on, kind baby. of recover. Well, Come he can't over. give her a chance to recover because there's a line of people. And if he gives her a chance to recover, then he's his spot is being line, taken. Though. He's trying to cut the line. Yeah. I don't think it's about getting it on. You don't think it, there's something? No. I, I mean, it's romantic. It's not sexual. Yeah. I think it's about being together. Like, I've watched you be in a bunch of relationships that aren't good for you. And I've been loving you from the sidelines all this time. And now that you need some comforting, like... Come on, baby. Come on over. Let me be the one to show you. Like, what a nice relationship is like. (laughs) I was dry heaving. So, I think that, so come on, baby. Come on over. Let me be the one. No, he's trying to get it on. I'm the one who wants to be with you deep inside. I hope you feel it, too. In your heart. And deep inside your heart. And obviously, your heart. (laughs) Well... Let's see. Maybe we need to go with the rest to see if it's if it's Deep about inside your guts as well. As I like, yeah. I think so. Verse two. I think I think that uh that's gonna confirm that my theory. Well, well, we- I think it's gonna keep confirming for me that the song is totally patronizing. <laughs> With that, should we should we move we should on move. to verse two? Yeah. Is that me? Yes. Mm-hmm. Build up your confidence so you can be on top for once. Wake up. <laughs> Who you can- guys are filthy. <laughs> you guys are dirty people. Not up. Derek Martin. No, this means he means us in a nice way. <laughs> finish, I have finish reading six it more right. lines. Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares about little boys that talk too much? I've seen it all go down. The game of love was all rained out. So come on, baby. Come on over. Let me be the one to hold you. And like comfort you and be in love with you. Um, All I did was read those lines and Katie threw her phone down in disgust and yelled at us. Uh, It's because (laughs) Teresa was doing rude gestures across the table. Oh, boy. You are a (laughs) mother-ish. Build up your confidence. Like... Feel more secure in who you are so you can be on top for once. You know, when like dogs on top are of feeling, your game. No, no, I was going to say, when dogs are feeling confident, him. they're like, 
humping confidently to run the pack. And I think <laughs> Mike is know, doing dirty motions yeah, too. <laughs> we're doing we're doing finger in the okay sign yeah, here. Yeah. You know? Oh like, my gosh! I'm sorry, mom. <laughs> Build up your comments so you can be on top for once because. If maybe you know, there are some girls who are not all that confident and want to like hide away, and he's like, "Be on top, go for it." Yes, I think th- this song is like a teen sex comedy from yes. the eighties. Yeah, no, no, no. Did I ruin Mister Big for but, you? But, a bit no, that I you still didn't like really it. know a whole lot about. I don't have to. That, I don't have to take the song this way. Okay, this rated R way that you all are taking. <laughs> this is a strong PG thirteen. There's no actual nudity, but there's like implied yeah. sexual. Well. No, no, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> no, it's just... Parents strongly cautioned, so... It's just build up your confidence. I mean, I actually don't like those... T- so, let's be clear. I actually don't like those two lines because I, I don't... Like, why does why does this girl need him to be like, build up your confidence, yeah. little lady? Yeah, like, I'll ugh. saddle your problem. So, you can be on top for once. For once! <laughs> Barf on that. Barf yeah, on it. Exactly. Just barf on it. <laughs> this is the new apux on these. <laughs> barf on that? Barf on that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think it's sexual. That's Wake up! <laughs> Who cares about I think it's bossy. I think <coughs> it's controlling. Oh, Katie um, hates it when things are bossy. I, I'm she the only one who's allowed pain. to be bossy. Uh, you you know the pain of being <laughs> considered bossy. That is something that has yeah, I'm just gotten right, though. your go- well, okay. <laughs> so, so he's called her a little girl and he's getting this little girl away from little boys because he is a man who can show her how to be confident and like being on top. Yeah, look at him slatering that chair. He you know, did like slater he is, that chair. He knows what it's like to be on top. So as he goes into like the end of the song in yeah. the video, yeah, he's sitting uh, with a chair, like he's straddling a backwards chair. And as he starts to sing, I'm just explaining it for the people at home who don't know what we're talking about. He like kicks his leg over oh. the top of the chair. Oh, that's like the, the first thing in the song. In as like soon as that bass slides into that first super chord. Super dramatic motion and then walks towards the camera singing. Yeah. Yeah. In the, the very opening of the song, it's like he just like it's a serious roundhouse kick over the top he of the chair. He does like a jazz fan yeah, kick that's over what it is. the yeah. top of the Straight chair. Straight out of Chicago. That is 100% Fosse right there. That is. <laughs> I was going to say, Miss Kathy, my old oh, dance okay. teacher, would have been They're very, basically, basically very proud yeah. of that fan kick. Uh-huh. Do you think Eric Martin went to Miss Kathy's dance studio? Uh, Miss Kathy's school of dance, yeah. I'm sorry, my bad. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> he, no, he went to her dance studio, not her yeah. school of dance. No, that's Kathy Fierro's school no, of I'm dance. No, I'm saying that Eric Martin went to... Kathy Fierro's school of dance. No, he went to her dance studio, not her school of dance. It's the same thing, Brad. Okay, forget it. This joke is done. that it was like another yeah. one. He obviously didn't go to her school of dance. He went to the dance studio. I don't get it. <laughs> so he does that kick over the chair. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> What else do we have to say about verse two? Uh, I, nothing. I don't know. I don't. I, is she not confident? Is he just projecting that on her? He decided she wasn't confident. Yeah. Another thing. Telling her how to be. I mean, how to maybe, feel. It's very maybe she wasn't. To be fair, maybe she wasn't confident. We didn't know this girl. Yeah. He did. I guess. So. He's, but even if you don't feel confident, do you want someone to tell you like build up your confidence? Go to heck. 
Yeah. <laughs> Go to heck. What is happening to you today? We got dirtier, so Katie had to get cleaner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what happened. That's oh what happened. Oh, my God. She's a school mom. <laughs> Go to hell. <laughs> She looked pain. Well, like, settle down. <laughs> no, I mean, no, but seriously, settle down. Okay. <laughs> Too far, Catherine. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, one thing that we love about this song is like this sing along yeah. quality about it. This is probably the best thing about the song, to be honest with you. Um, and the the production was intentionally done with that kind of like sparse, you know, just acoustic guitar and hand claps, mm-hmm. uh, because it was inspired by "Give Peace a Chance." So they wanted, like, the, the production of it. Was I know. I'm, I, oh, go. I was like, give peace a chance. It's very songs. much just like sing along, hand clapping. Yeah. Um, so the producer, David Graham, thought that it would also bring more attention to the lyrics, which we've now determined do not hold up in 2019. No. The way they perhaps worked in 1991. Are there no drums in this song? <laughs> no, There's just a tambourine. A, exactly. Oh, yeah. And that guy had. Like the the Rachel haircut yeah, before like, the Rachel was a thing. He reminded me of um, Daryl Hall. Hall. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> strawberry. He yeah. reminded me of Daryl strawberry. strawberry. No, Daryl Hall. There was something about the tambourine player that was da- very Daryl Hall. There was, or, or was it the? Then there was another guy that reminded me of Emilio Estevez. So this is a super group. This is it's a super Fred group. <laughs> it's Emilio Estevez. It's Daryl Hall. Hall and Daryl Strawberry. <laughs> Daryl Strawberry was not there. I think that if that group has not assembled. <laughs> Yeah, we need to find a way to get those Whatever four people together. Whatever music those people are going to make, I want to hear it. probably better than Tinted Windows. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. That was not a good group. I don't remember. I don't remember song. anything Tinted the Windows The only song did. I know of theirs is called Girl Like That, and it's really, really bad. Okay. okay. It's well, really, really uh, cheesy. Generic? Yeah. 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 Uninspired. This so, song is cheesy and uninspired and generic, but it's a sing-along, and that makes me love it. the best line in this song, so come on, baby, come on over? Let me be the one to show. Do you think uh, that inspired Christina Aguilera? Come on over, baby? Yeah. Whoever wrote that song. It was probably inspired by Mr. Like, Big. When people really start to sing out like it's their job, mm-hmm. I feel like it's on the, so come on, baby. Come on over. I always sing it out real loud in the, I'm going to call them the desk cans because I don't mm-hmm. know what else they could be called. Is the overdubs, the parts, the, mm-hmm. uh, the lead singer just kind the, of like, yes, waited on a line that yeah. vamp it. Uh, yeah. Well, yes, but this comes first. Yes. I'm saying like, oh, this get, so that come gets on, baby, come it. on over. It's like where people really start to like sing and they do it all the way through the chorus and then just kind of like die out for a while. Yeah. And then come on, baby comes in again. And it's like, here I go. I'm ready to sing. And can I, uh, can I also point out another thing I love about it is the two key changes that happen. There's two. There's two. So it, the, the key is in the song of E, which I, the I song is in the key of E. Means to you guys, I apologize if I'm nerding out here a little bit. But then it switches to the "Let me be the one to show you," and then it kicks into G. I'm the one who won. And then it, later on, it changes back to E, uh, which, while simple, is also unusual in pop music to, go back. to have. Yeah. Two separate key changes. Yeah. Even if it's going back, reverting back or yeah. not, like it's unusual to have more than one key change in a song. Yeah, it's like twice the fun. It's like twice the fun. This twice song the emphasis. Is so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, I want to have a sing along now. It's difficult to sing. I'll get my guitar out if you want. 
Yeah. I can't play the solo. I feel solo. like I'm going to mess this up. Can we talk about that solo real quick? Because yes, we love the solo. Because it's awesome. Yeah. The classical. Well, I mean, we're not going to say anything we didn't say earlier in the episode, but like, it's a great guitar solo. He finger plucks like a little classical part and then he just like, bong, that real heavy, like, low E. The bong and the twee. Bong and the twee. The bong and the twee. That's yeah. how you hair metal. Yeah. That's a bong and a twee. That's harmonics. how you acoustic hair yeah. metal. Yes. So, great, great guitar solo. I don't know. I don't know that I have much else to say about this. Yeah, song, there's, so. there's the bridge. We didn't read the bridge. Oh shoot! Now Brad got cleaner for no reason. <laughs> All we had to do was mention being on top for me to turn into like a 19th century yeah. school marm. For me, it's just to mention the bridge. So. <laughs> shoot! Uh, Teresa, do you want to go ahead and read the bridge? Sure. Why be alone when we can be together, baby? You can make my life worthwhile. I can make you start to smile. Bloom, 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 I bloom, love that you put the there is a in there. long pause in the song. You can't play the guitar solo. <laughs> That's great. Tweet, tweet. I actually. The guitar solo is more of a bloom and a, a bong. Bloom and a bong and a twee. And the twee is in there bloom somewhere. Bloom and a bong and a twee. We've effectively shredded. Yeah. We did it. So. We did a great job. Yeah, Mostly acoustic shredding. Yep. Totally. Uh, Magic. Let's talk bridge. Yeah. I don't have. I mean. Yeah. It's, it's It goes along with what the song is saying. It works. I like, can, the lyrics to this I mean, song are still, mediocre it, at best. It's, it's still like, mansplaining. Yeah. But it still supports my non-sexual analysis of the song. Like, it's all about the relationship. Oh, you want to make it sexual? Because I can take it there. I mean, I'll tell you what. I think uh, it's important to have a healthy sexual relationship in a romantic relationship. Right now. I've heard the song she sang earlier today. I know that she's (laughs) going to. I can definitely make it dirty. Uh, Why be alone when we can be together, baby? You can make my life worthwhile. I can make you start to. And he pauses so everyone knows. Yeah. Yep. Smile. He's mm. gonna. He's Give her gonna. Give her the O. Make her happy in all the ways that he can make oh, her happy right. yep. while she is on top confidently. I'm just saying, like they could have a nice relationship together that is also intimate, but it, it doesn't have to be I mean, about that in this song. True. You know? a, true. A teenage boy you know? budding sexuality. This guy is DTS. You know. Oh. <laughs> I, was, I was marming. <laughs> You're school marming. You can say DTF. That's fine. Nah, nah. DT. I don't need, I don't need to do that. ML. To uh. use Katie's favorite phrase. <laughs> no, nobody's DTML. Down yeah. to make love. <laughs> Not one person is DTML. Down to procreate. <laughs> well, some people are. DTHCI. Down to have coitus interruptus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So this song is dirty, we've decided. No! This song is <laughs> nice, but also mansplaining and condescending. Yes. Yeah. 1991. All yeah, over this it's song. it's the 90s. Yeah. Can we just, this Eric Martin, the lead singer guy, yeah. his hair is phenomenal. A like feathery. The, the, the curls are beautiful. His bangs. It is I everything like my sister tried to do in 91. Like that, all right? That's. I was actually going to say. Grow your hair like that. Sing this song. 
Um, Teresa's hair and Eric Martin's hair are remarkably similar. I have no more. Ba- the bangs are gone. I had them bangs, back in the nineties. But 90s, I mean, like but you have that nice like, wavy curl to your hair, and his is that great. he's also got going it's, on. It's long. It's like, he's he's got fantastic hair for the. I'm that, saying, the 90s. like, if you like the way his hair looks, you I could, could accomplish. That. I could do it. Nineties are back, baby. <laughs> they are. You could totally pull this. Get off. a leather vest. Yeah. And just, you know, get some bangs. Oh. You can be Eric Martin. Yeah, sit backwards on a chair. Yeah. I mean, part, the beginning of the song, I'm looking at the guys just sitting there who seem like, have some of them seemed like they have nothing to do. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. look like they're laughing at him. Like, in some ways, like, they look like they're all trying they're to, They're laughing because like, they get to take a three-minute break. Yeah, they're, yeah. They, but they look like they're all holding back a laugh. Like, this is the most... Especially if they're all, like, you know, hair metal guys who are used to spandex and whatnot, that this is a little silly for them to their, do this. Their casual look is an acid-wash yeah. denim jacket <laughs> or a vest or both. So much. I'll tell you what. This band loves this song, though. Do they? They absolutely love this that. song. For a, uh, I'll say like technically superior rock group. These guys love like the stripped down sound of it all. In fact, uh, Eric Martin says like, quote, I love the vocal. I love the production. I love singing it every night. Um, he also goes on to say that because the mal- album is so musically diverse that this song, quote, never felt like a curse. Mm. You know, it's the only one that they have like this. No. And they are still around and they still perform it every wow. single night. Mr. Big is still Mr. together. Mr. Big is still around. They're huge in Japan, as it turns out. I gotta tell my sister would definitely go to a Mr. Big concert. I would definitely go to a Mr. If your sister is down, let's go. <laughs> I'll sing this song and their version of Cat Stevens' Wild World. And that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's all I need. I'd still be happy with that. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, Billy Sheehan. Bass blonde, player. Blonde Fred Armisen. Yeah. yeah. He said that this song is one of the more difficult that he has to play because while it's not like musically challenging, it is such a stripped down production and because of that, like, he feels like all eyes are on him mm-hmm, and he's on a mm-hmm. microscope because mm-hmm. it's just him it and the guitar playing. It has to be perfect every single time. Yeah. So there are certain aspects to the song that, though simple, present a challenge yeah. musically, yeah. which is, is a fun little tidbit about that song, yeah. you know? I like it. And yeah. and another great episode where we can all love a song. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Guys, I do think we should try to sing the song. Do we want to try to do- – let me wrap this up and then yeah. we'll do a song. Yeah, all right, sure. So windows down, radio up. Absolutely. Of course. Absolutely. That's the way we like to listen to All day, every day, on repeat. (laughs) Windows down, radio's up. That's the way we like to to listen to Mr. Big. (laughs) Um, Katie, you want to grade it? I don't know. It's like a B. It's fine. It's it's Music A, words B? Yeah. I wish they were a little bit more grown up, a little bit more mature than they are, but they're adequate at best. I forgot I had to grade it. This, this, (laughs) Song is not as big as it could be. Okay. Or, well, that doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. I'm not going to say that. It's not as big as Mr. Big? Mr. Big certainly wrote this. A medium, <laughs> a medium song? Medium I have song. no idea what you were Lyrically, trying to say. I don't know. Uh, I'd still see 50-year-old men sing this in concert. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. It's a great time.
All right, with that, I guess I will wrap this one up. If you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, song suggestions, please shoot us an email. Our email address is decompositionpod at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at decomp underscore pod, Facebook and Instagram at decompositionpodcast. Get yourself onto the Apple Podcast app. Drop us a rating and a review. We would love to know what we are doing, good, bad, or otherwise. In the meantime, thank you for listening, and you just chill till the next episode. See how much of the song I actually know. Hold on, little girl. Show me what he's done to you. Stand up, little girl. A broken heart can't be that bad. When it's through, it's through. Fate will twist the both of you. So come on, baby. Come on over. Let me be the one to show you. Inside, I hope you feel it too. Wait it on a line, wait it on the line, just to be the next to be with you. Build up your confidence so you can be on top for once. Wake up, who cares about little boys that talk too much? it all go down the game of love was all rained out so come on baby come on over let me be the one to hold you i'm the one who wants to be with you deep inside i hope you feel it too waited on a Smile. I'm, I'm singing like, like. Oh my God. <laughs> and now we go back to the thing, right? twist the both of you so come on baby come on over let me be the one to show you this is key change number one I'm the one who wants to be with you deep inside I hope you feel it too waiting on a line of Just to be the next to be with you. I'm the one who wants to be with you. Deep inside, I hope you feel it too. Waiting on a line of
was not bad. That was fun. That was adequate. Hooray!